Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode number 37, I think. Just knocked the table. Um, back outside again this week. Um, it's a good day. Figured why not bring it back to the same location. That way the transitions will seem smooth as hell when I splice the video from last week into this one. Because this is part two of leading a healthier lifestyle. Um, the only thing will be, I think I'm wearing a different t-shirt. I'm not 100% sure because I didn't look at the video before I started, which is, I mean, you could say it's a rookie mistake, but at the same time, I don't really care. So it's not a, it's not a rookie mistake. It's an intentional oversight. Um, what's been going on? I am recording this on Tuesday, the 29th of March, because I've got a busy week this week, <coughs> um, and I'm probably not going to fit it in later on. So got to get it, got to get it done, got to get it out of the way. Um, let's try and fix this couch oh, okay here we go nice that's much more comfy um, yeah trying to get it knock the table again fucking hell man my knees are just too big um, trying to get it done and dusted so that way I don't miss an episode this week it's very bright out here my eyes are in need of sunglasses I should have learnt from last week's episode um, but I didn't so here we are Episode 37, yeah, what's been going on this week for you guys? I haven't had, a, well, I've had a little bit happen to me, but it's only been like four days since I recorded last, so not a lot. Um, weekend, so let's let's roll the clock back to Friday, okay? Now think about your Friday, how was your Friday? For me, mine started with a swim, a nice 3k swim, nice and easy, or not so easy. Um, I rolled in felt like absolute trash like I was so I was so pumped to swim Friday so pumped got in the water and I was like oh boy hit my first warm-up lap and I was like today's gonna be a fucking long day like it just it was everything was rusty everything just felt like it was harder to move I was like this is it was a big week of training last week so it was hard it felt felt shit felt shit for about 1500 meters and then I had to do two timed 400 meter efforts with 16 uh, with 60 seconds rest and a 100 meter like easy effort between and I was like I'm not going to do them I got in and after I did my first you know my first I think it was 400 easy or whatever I was like I'm not doing this shit I'm not doing 400 meters hard today fuck right off there is not a chance in hell you're going to catch me swimming 400 hard after feeling like shit um but I decided that I was going to just do the first effort. I was like, you know what? Just do just do the first effort. Do, um, hang on. I feel like, there we go. Um, yeah, do the first effort and see how it goes. Um, so that's what I did. I jumped in, swam the first effort, <clears throat> and it was fucking, it was hard. Like, I, I went out intentionally a bit softer than I wanted to because I was like, I don't know, I haven't done a 400 meter time timed effort for a long time i've done hundreds um i've done my 1.9 for my half ironman but i haven't done a 400 so i don't really know how hard to go for a 400 so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna throttle it back a bit and just see what happens and i got about halfway through and i was like i'm breathing pretty well like i'm feeling pretty good 
usually I gauge how my swim effort is going based on how my breathing is. If I'm like sucking in water and, you know, struggling, that means I'm, you know, I can't go much harder. But I was cruising. I was like, I'm actually feeling pretty strong. And then I rolled in at, at 5 minutes 39, which was an average of, I think, 125, 1 minute 25 per 100 pace, which is pretty good. Um, I think that might have been my equal PB for a 400 meter, which is awesome um so then i got to the next got to the next effort and i was like okay i know the first one was pretty comfortable like i didn't i wasn't sucking in water i didn't feel like i was gonna drown i was like that felt pretty comfortable so i know i have more in the tank so the second effort i just went out so much harder i went out i was like i'm gonna make this uncomfortable so i went out way harder than i wanted to and then just tried to hold on every time it got comfortable i just upped the pace a bit so that it was uncomfortable and I did that for the whole effort um, ended up finishing at 5.32 5 minutes 32 which is an average of like I think 123 uh, minutes per 100 meter uh, which is fucking awesome I'm stoked with that and I reckon on a good day I could get another two seconds out of that easily so I'm very happy with my 400 meter time um, did not think it was going to be that quick especially when I got in the water in the morning I thought I was in for a fucking long day um, it was still long, but I did well, did much better than I thought. And then after that, it was just easy efforts, I think, which was a fucking treat to finish on. Um, but yeah, that was Friday. Then what did I do Saturday? I think I just found an ingrown hair on my leg. ADHD at its finest. Um, Saturday I had a ride. Yeah, I had a three hour ride and, um, so much training in the dark, like so much training in the dark at the moment. I really want daylight savings to, you know end end so that i can get my um so i can stop training in the dark for at least a couple of months before it becomes dark again um so i got up at like i think i started i started before six o'clock apologies for the wind i'm trying to block it with my body i learned from last time to set up with my back blocking the way the wind can come so i don't think i can hear the wind no it sounds pretty good actually in my ears um i might actually wear both headphones because then i can hear my voice and I can hear when the wind's annoying. Um, yeah, so it's pretty it's pretty dark at the moment. I got up at, I don't know, I started it before 6. Um, probably 10 to 6 or something like that. It was pitch black. It was so cold and so foggy. I was really worried about, um, I was actually really worried about hitting kangaroos. Because, like, usually it sucks in the dark. But you can see if you turn your light on. Um, but because it was foggy and it was dark you couldn't see anything so i was really really worried about hitting a kangaroo or something jumping out from the side of the road and fucking getting me i was i was very um cautious of that so i was going a bit slower down the hills and just very mindful that that might happen um i remember my ears getting frozen very distinctly remember my ears getting frozen um because i was like i need to pull my neck garment up my neck garment up to protect my ears from the um the cold but i never got around to doing that i was like no just i'll stop you know in a bit i'll stop in a bit i'll stop in a bit i just never stopped so i didn't end up pulling my thing up to block my ears um i rode i had my mind set on riding uh king lake a couple of times so i got up got and actually managed to get to the top before the sun came up which is a first um for me and then i went back down then went up again and then went up the next hill after king lake if you're a cyclist you'll know it's towards king lake west um and then 
you know, came back down and by the time I got back home, I'd done my three hours and 10 minutes, which was fucking awesome. A good way to start the day. I was done before, I think I was done before 9.30, which is fucking sick. Um, hit that, felt pretty good. I'm just getting <clears throat> a bit sick of training in the dark at the moment. So hopefully that can end soon. And speaking of training in the dark, on Sunday I had a 18k run. Yeah, 18. I did 19 and a half, but it was meant to be 18. Um, And that was mainly in the dark. I think I ran 14Ks in the dark before I could turn my light off and it started to get light, uh, which was most of the run. So that was also fun, but also very scary. I feel for any women who have to run in the dark because it is terrifying. I'm a dude. I'm a 6'5 dude who weighs 100 kilos, and I'm scared of running in the dark. So I get it while my females are fucking scared um, of going out there because you just don't know, man. It's fucked. Like, I was running through, like, Hurstbridge and Dymo and stuff, and it was pitch black. Not even, like, there were some areas where I was running, there weren't even streetlights, which was so sketchy. Um... So, yeah, like, I get it if you're terrified of that shit, because I would be fucking too... If I was smaller than I am, I'd be so scared. I'm just dragging the table. Um, I'd be so scared. But, yeah, otherwise, it was a good sesh. I finished by 8 o'clock, which was fucking mad, um, and I walked a couple of k's home, because I didn't want to run up the hills. <laughs> so, that was fun. Um, and then, what else happened? Oh, right. So, I forgot to mention this on last week's podcast. <clears throat> fucking hell. I swear to God, this cough isn't relevant to what I'm about to say. I just had a smoothie that was amazing. Lots of banana, lots of fucking soy milk, and I think it's just, like, giving me phlegm. Um, Caitlin had COVID for, like, the last week. She was isolating, and I was testing most days uh, with her. Like, I was rapid testing because I was still doing shit, and I was negative. I never caught it. I felt great. I feel great. I hit a fucking swim PB in the water which is fucking awesome, so I am kind of happy, like, happy because I was expecting to get it, I was expecting to wake up and catch it again, um, because I already had had it in, like, January or something, I was expecting to wake up one day and be, like, fully fucking, you know, written off, um, for a couple of hours like I was initially when I got it the first time, but that never happened, so fucking stoked, I'm, you know, little clap to my antibodies they've um they've done the trick they've 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 quashed quashed squashed the the covid beef um so very happy there uh don't know if i'll get the third one third one yet but you know time will tell i'll probably get it just to keep everyone happy hey anyway that was just a cool little tidbit of information um then what did i do yesterday um uh yeah we'll touch on this week's training so far so Yesterday was a swim in the morning. It was, I don't know, yesterday was rough, man. I felt fucking rusty as again in the pool. Um, I don't know why. I just, it was fucking, it's hard to get going. Um, but we, we got there in the end. It took about, took probably 2Ks to get warm. I had about, I had 3.5K to do. So it took 2Ks to get warm. Then I had 1.5Ks of actually doing shit. But I just didn't have the extra 10% that I'm used to, um, which was, yeah, I don't know. It was rough. Usually Mondays I'm firing, but wasn't yesterday. Maybe it was because I hit a... Actually, that was in the mid-morning. I hit a strength session uh, in the morning yesterday. And it was fucking solid. I... Well, the notes I've written here, uh, my strength session was dope. So, it was pretty dope, if I if I might add. Um, did another... Did a cool EMOM. 
which was if I was to do it again it would be better as an E2 mom I did um, an E first minute was a 15 cal ski second minute was 30 walking lunges the 15 cal ski I was getting it done in about 30 seconds and then the walking lunges I had about 5 to 10 seconds left before I had to do the ski again so if I was to do it again I would make it an E2 mom and then go 15 cal ski 30 walking lunges in the 2 minute window that way hopefully I'd get about 30-40 seconds rest um, which is better than 10 seconds off the lunges straight back into the ski like it was doable but it wasn't as fun as it would have been if I had done it in the E2 mom format I'm getting so hot right now jeez it turns out pink doesn't reflect heat it just absorbs it as much as black um but yeah fucking dope 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 strength session what else did i do i did snow so i said um i'm not doing squats anymore which i lied because i did them today but i'm not going to do as many squats i think i'm not going to dedicate a day to squatting i'm going to dedicate a day to lunging um so heavy like heavy lunges which i did yesterday i I did them at 50. I did five each, five each leg. I did five each leg or six each leg at 60 last week, but that was too heavy. I just didn't feel in control of the barbell, whereas I want to feel in control of the weight. I don't want the weight to dictate me, so dropped it back a bit. And I'm just going to do this for a few weeks, um, maybe even a month, maybe in a couple of months, just to see where it gets me and not really focus on squatting, really just focus on strengthening up my legs individually because I know my left leg is a bit of a bitch when it comes to this stuff. So if I can strengthen them up individually, then hopefully when I get back to squatting, I'll be able to fucking, you know, drop it like it's hot and move some big weight. Um, I have had a bruise on my shoulder. This is related, trust me. I had a bruise on my shoulder and I couldn't figure out what it was from. It's just really sore and I was like, maybe I got a pimple. Nah, no pimple. Then I was like, what the fuck is it from? I had it for like, I've had it for a week and I couldn't figure it out. And then I went to do my lunges yesterday. And because I low bar squat, but I high bar when I do reverse lunges, put the bar on the high bar position and it's been like I've been pulling it into my shoulder to try and keep it tight. So that's what the bruise is from. It's from the fucking lunges, dude. So not only are my legs sore, but my shoulders are sore, which is whack, if you ask me. God damn. Um, but yeah, it was a fucking session. I also did some dumbbell pullovers, which I haven't done in so long, which is where you put your back on a bench or a box and pull the dumbbell, lift it back over your head and bring it up. It works like your lats and your apparently your chest and your core um my whole it feels like i woke up this morning and i went to roll over and it felt like someone had just hit me repetitively in my chest abs my chest and abs with a fucking baseball bat it was so sore it still is sore because that was this morning but fuck man it feels like i've just been battered with a baseball bat so dumbbell pullovers for the fucking win um and i guess that brings us to today doesn't it so for training I've still got so much other things to talk to you guys about. I guess I am a busy boy. Um, obviously, cut my hair as well. Shushing. So, today, this morning, another fucking fantastic strength session. Holy shit. Emoms, 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 emoms. I did a deadlift emom. So, every minute on the minute, six deadlifts at 110, which was one more rep. One rep more than last week. Um, did it with a trap bar felt pretty good like it's it's one of those t- it's it's tough it's one of those things where like 
it fucking hurts. The first few sets are all right. You're like, oh, it's not too bad. I can deal with, you know, 40 seconds rest. But that 40 seconds rest doesn't feel like 40 seconds when you're, you know, at the 10th round because you just got to keep going. You just got to keep getting back to the bar and moving it. There's no, like, all you get is that. You don't get any more. So as you fatigue, you're like, you just have to keep fucking picking the weight up. Um, so like I said, like I mentioned in last week's episode, just a fucking awesome way to overload a movement i yeah i can't fucking you know i can't rate them highly enough if you're pressed for time and you want to overload your fucking deadlift do a 10 minute emom and you'll be fucking sweet like today i did a 10 minute emom uh for deadlifts and a 10 minute emom for squats sorted sorted i was like i could literally stop training right now 20 minutes and i'm done like that's it i've hit both movements and i'm fucking good to go but i didn't stop because you know i had a bit more time and did a bit more did a bit more exercising did a bit more fitnessing i'm gonna move out of the sun because i'm worried it's gonna ruin the um camera if you have you met my you probably have this is my friend peacock he is a blow-up pool toy um he's just hanging out with me today if you're listening it's a giant blow-up peacock um that goes in the pool as you probably would have gathered by my explanation before Anyway, back to the topic. So, yeah, did two 10-minute two EMOMs, one for deadlifts, one for squats, and it just fucking hit the spot. Um, then I rolled into one of my favorite, like, combinations of movements, 10 reps of each exercise, and then a th- I did a 60-meter reverse sled. Uh, no, 30-meter reverse sled. So it was 10 bench, 10 plank rows, and 10 RDLs with dump two 30 kilo dumbbells and then I went into a 30 meter reverse sled um, and just did that three no four times that was just fantastic and then finished with my like one of my favorite ab ab workouts um, which is the seven seven v-ups seven sky touches or toe touches with your toes in the air seven atomic sit-ups and then seven Turkish sit-ups each side three rounds of that with no rest and your abs will be screaming well, mine were anyway. Um, so that was that was rough. That was actually it was actually a good set. So I'm really worried about how sore I'm going to be tomorrow after yesterday's soreness compiled in with today's soreness. I'm really worried. Um, I also just came out of. I'm fresh out of finished 20 minutes ago. Fresh out of a um, not 20 minutes ago, probably 40 minutes ago. Fresh out of a, a bike set, a trainer set which was the same as the one that rendered me speechless last week, except instead of having a 30-second, like, ridiculously hard effort after doing a five-minute hard and two-minute kind of hard, two-minute very hard, sorry, um, instead of having 30 seconds after that, it was a minute. So added 30 seconds on at the, like, the, 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 pain, the pain threshold that makes you roll your eyes back and think, fuck, how am I going to do this? Um, I managed to get through it all right which I was shocked at. Um, I was expecting to, you know, bomb out and have to change all the watts, but I didn't. So I'm very happy with that. I think I got in before the DOMS set in. I think that's that was the key there, getting in before the DOMS set in. So very, very lucky I managed to squeeze that in. Um, because if I had done it now or in half an hour's time, I probably wouldn't be able to do it because my legs are starting to feel pretty tasty. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, that's the training I've done. 
Oh, there's a lot of training talk today, isn't there? I feel like there was a lot of training talk last week. Do you reckon that's all I do? No, no, no. I do more stuff than training. All right. Let's roll into this. So, I saw something. Right. I read... Ooh. I read something on Instagram. Or I saw something on Instagram. It was like a meme or it was something. I don't know what you call it. It was a post. Let's call it a post. And they had ages of a bunch of actors. And Samuel Jackson is 73. What the fuck? I did not know that dude was that old. Like, he's still acting like a champ. And he's 73. What the fuck? Like, it also made me worry. I was like, man, I don't, I'm not ready to lose this guy. Like, he's a fucking champion. He's an absolute G. I'm not ready to lose Samuel Jackson anytime soon. Fucking... <sighs> it made me stressed out. Because I was like, I can't say goodbye to this man. You know, even if he lives another 10 years, that's not long enough, man. We need him to live forever. I was fucking spewing when I saw that, um, but yeah, fuck, crazy, and so, I mean, you've probably, I wonder if this is still relevant now, because this is going to come out on Sunday, and I'm recording this on Tuesday, so that's what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days away from now, Chris Rock mocking um, Will Smith's wife at the Oscars or something at some of the one of the awards ceremonies I don't even know what the fuck they are why has the wind changed um yeah I don't even know what the fuck they are I just I saw it I couldn't believe it was real at first I thought it was like you know um taking the piss taking the absolute piss but it wasn't it seemed pretty real Will Smith seemed pretty mad um and like I don't know <sighs> I feel like it was definitely the wrong thing to do. You don't walk up and fucking hit someone on stage in front of everyone. I feel like that's not something that you should be doing um, when you're that prominent of a public figure. So I think Will Smith kind of fucked up there. He probably could have gone about it in a better, more mature way than fucking slapping someone, if you ask me. But I'm no expert. Um, yeah, I just fucking, I don't know, dude. I don't think you should be advocating for fucking hitting people when you don't like something they say. I love stand-up comedy. I love stand-up comedians. So, it makes sense that I'm, I'm siding with Chris Rock here because, mate, you don't fucking hit someone for making a joke. You talk, If you fucking really don't like it, then you talk about it. Or you go after him, you know, in a verbal manner afterwards, not on stage. You just make yourself look like a fucking idiot. So, I don't think Will Smith did himself any favours by hitting him. Uh, but... In saying that, Chris Rock took that shit like a fucking champ. Still making jokes after he got hit. So, fucking hats off to, to Chris Rock for thinking on his feet. And fucking taking that shit on the chin like fucking champion. Um, Alright, so... One more little tidbit. No, actually two things. I got bit by a fucking bull ant. So I cleaned my car on Sunday. And I'd finished everything. Like, finished... Finished doing the lot. I was packing up everything, and I managed to dodge, dodge countless bullant attacks throughout the cleaning of my car process. And as I was putting it away, I like stepped back and I stepped on something, and it was like a cluster of them. Like I don't know if you've ever seen bullants before, but they seem to like get into a cluster, a cluster fuck, because it looks like they're fucking in a cluster on the ground. And I stepped on one of these cluster fucks, and holy shit! I haven't been bitten by a bullant in years, and it is 20 seconds of the most excruciating pain in the fucking world. Holy shit. 
Um, it was so bad. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm dead. That's it. It's game over. I'm, I'm not coming back from this. And then after 20 seconds, it just stopped. And it hasn't really been that itchy bar today. Today's been, I think, it, get, it got itchy last night. And then today has been pretty itchy. So I've had to put some stop itch cream on it. But yeah, just 20 seconds of fucking excruciating pain. Um, so yeah, don't get bitten by a bull ant because it's 20 seconds of hell. After that, it's all right though. But yeah, just a fucking wild story. And then, so yesterday, um, I was at, I was doing my shop, doing the shop, doing my shop. I was at the shops. Coles in Altham, if you've been there before, um, I was on the top, like the roof car park, not the super roof, like the roof where like they've got the um, cobbler place where you can still enter Coles from. Anyway, I was parked up there and to get in there, there's, I think there's 2.1 or, yeah, I think it's 2.1 meter clearance. You have to be under 2.1 meters to actually get in there. Otherwise you hit the little metal, metal bar thing. I know this because... I have bikes on my car sometimes, and I would not fit under there. Um, anyway, this guy, right, was pulling into the car park from the street that runs up between Coles and Woolies, and he had a trailer that had a little excavator on the back, and he pulled in, and the excavator did not only hit the little swinging part, it fucking hit the big part, hit the main frame of the little, the main frame that runs over the road, fucking took the, took the shit out of it, and... He kept driving. He kept yanking it. Like, he kept trying to pull it through. And I was like, it's not fucking going, dude. Like, it's jammed under there. And I think he realized that after it was probably too late because then he went to reverse and it wouldn't reverse either. It was stuck. So, I like, I left the car park while he was getting out and I was like, this is going to cause a lot of problems for a lot of people. Um, I just thought it was wild. I was like, dude, why would you fucking keep trying? If it's not going to fit, it's not going to fucking fit. You're not going to be able to squeeze it under there. And he only made himself, only made it worse for himself and everyone else around him. What a fucking... Some people, dude, some people just need... Um, I don't know, man. Some people are just a bit fucked. Hey, that's the best way to put it. Some people are just fucked. All right, I'm going to take a quick sippy sip. Oh, all right. So before we go into the other two, um, the, the other two like areas that you can improve your lifestyle through or lead a healthier lifestyle through being mental health and work-life balance. Let's reiterate or let's go back through last week's ones quickly just in case you forgot because it's been a week. So let's look at diet. How can you lead a healthier lifestyle through your diet? Um, don't look at it as a Tom, as a, as a Tom shirt, short-term thing. Look at it as something that you can carry through the rest of your life. You know, something that's going to be there with you forever, not something that's just going to be... I don't know if you can see that. It's a... Oh, what happened? The audio seems to have... Uh, monitor on. Is that working? Um, yeah, okay, cool. It's, it's, it's right. All good, guys. Um, this thing was flying and I think it knocked the audio. Anyway, where was I? Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, don't look at it as something that's short term. Look at it as something that's going to be there with you for the rest of your life because you want to carry it through for the rest of your life. You don't want to, you know, do a short term diet and then blow everything out and fucking, you know, turn to shit and lead an unhealthy lifestyle. You want to feel good. You want to look good. You want to be, you want to live longer. You want to live better for longer. So make it something that you're going to carry through the rest of your life. Um, 
that I've written here. Make it something you can visualize yourself doing forever. For me, veganism. I visualize myself doing that forever. I'm not going to change. I can't see myself going back to eating meat. Just don't see the point. So make it something that you can see yourself doing forever. And I'm not super strict with my diet. I don't only eat whole food plant-based stuff like i'll eat crap here and there everywhere like today i've eaten a bunch of shit too like it's not a big fucking deal as long as most of the time i'm pretty good then i'm happy that's a that's a win Mm, there we go the next tip be reasonable about it don't set out rules that are going to be difficult for you to stick to make it something you um you don't feel overwhelmed at the thought of doing because that way you'll actually do it if you feel overwhelmed at the thought of doing something then it's going to be way too difficult and you're not going to stick to it so you know, don't overcomplicate things. Don't make it too hard. Be reasonable about it. Oh, if you are just starting out, remember, baby steps. Rome wasn't conquered in a day, as I've heard something. I've heard that somewhere before. Um, it wasn't. Baby steps. Little steps. Little bits here and there that all add up to big steps. Um make it a lifestyle change so make it something that will you'll carry with for the rest of your life a lifestyle change is something like long term that's what i look at it a diet is short term um lifestyle change long term now exercise is basically all the same as above don't look at as a don't look at it as a chore um look at it as something that you're gonna do to make your life better and longer look at it as something that you enjoy doing like this is going to benefit me in the long term like i'm paying through effort now to get my return through like a longer better healthier life like why wouldn't you want that so yeah don't look at it as a chore look at it as something that's going to make your life better it needs to be something that you're going to be willing to do forever um obviously don't be too harsh on yourself like there's going to be ebbs and flows of your life like things are going to get hard things are going to become more important than exercise and that's okay that's part of life be okay with that just you know stick to it as like in the long run just keep i don't even know what i'm saying make sure majority of the time if you look at the past five years or the next five years you want to be training consistently for the majority of that time if you miss a couple of months here and there fine that's okay like life's going to get in the way as long as the majority of that is you know you're looking after yourself then no complaints um and again don't set targets that are too big if you're just starting out you know baby steps don't set things that are too ridiculous because that's how you crush your spirit and you don't end up you know finishing what you're supposed to finish because you know it's been too big for you so you know don't yeah don't don't overshoot keep it you know within reason um yeah so now i'm going to insert the bit from last week where i touch on mental health and work-life balance I don't know if I went into overall tips. No, I did. I went into overall tips. Um, Cool. So enjoy that. And I will catch you guys on the other side of it um, to finish off and wish you a a merry week. Merry week, miss. So enjoy, guys. Yeah, let's go. Number three, mental health. Now, this one is generally overlooked as we are told we are too soft if we give in to mental health, which is a bad attitude to have. Yes, we can be soft at times. Great, no worries. But overall, don't be too harsh on yourself. Hey, honey, what are you doing, bud? You looking at the giant peacock? You going to come for a pat? Hello, buddy. Careful, bud. Oh, you're under the table? Okay. Um, 
Good boy. Yeah, don't be too hard. Like, it's... Sorry, Hudson has distracted me. Yes, we can be soft, but is there anything wrong with being soft? Like, I feel like that's an 80s attitude or a 90s attitude. It's not the thing anymore. Like, there's going to be a point where you're struggling mentally, and that's not soft. That's just overworking yourself, pushing yourself too hard. You need to take time for yourself. You need to look after your mental health because you're going to get pushed to the point where you fucking crack. And then what good are you then? What good are you when you're fucking cracked? What good are you when you've pushed yourself to the point where you tip over the edge and then you're you're fucking, you know, you can't even get out of bed because you're so mentally exhausted. You're no good to anyone, especially yourself. And that's not fair on you or anyone around you. Look after yourself. Take mental health time. Fucking, you know, tip, fill that cup back up. Because it's not not good. Don't listen to this fucking, oh, you're a pussy because you're fucking mentally weak. No, it's like, no, there's a difference. There's a difference. Don't get me wrong. I'm an advocate for mental toughness. But there's a difference between mental toughness and, you know, actually having a mental health problem. Mental toughness is like getting in the pain cave of a workout and, you know, being like, no, nah, I'm not quitting. I'm going to keep pushing. That's not... That's mental toughness mental toughness isn't like i've got mental health issues but i'm going to push through them because i'm going to be fine it's like no that's dumb that's not going to last that's don't do that get help don't be afraid to get help because help helps believe it or not something i've learned from my therapy recently is poor mental health is definitely going to shorten your life 100 percent. if you've got things eating away eating away at you on a conscious or subconscious level they're going to manifest themselves in you know forms of injuries and stuff so get help as soon as you can don't fuck around it's not worth letting it sit there when you can go and see someone and they can help you work through it and actually deal with it and fucking fuck the burden off you don't have to deal with it why would you it's silly oh i'm about to cramp sorry honey i'm cramping all right that was fun um jesus Oh no, um, apologies there, I, something happened with the audio and I had to stop and start, so we're back now, officially, I'm going to clean the camera real quick, because I'm worried it's uh, a bit blurry, there we go, beautiful, I think it's exactly the same, but oh, now it's fucking uneven, oh, it's on an angle, come on guys, why do you bloody put up with this shit, um, anyway, where were we, so, I think the point I was trying to make before my hamstring decided to cramp and I kicked the shit out of Hudson accidentally was that there's a difference between mental toughness and knowing when to take a break with your mental health. Mental mental toughness is pushing through a fucking workout because your muscles hurt and you know you can do more. Not like being soft or, you know, not being aware of your mental health is a different thing. It's not soft to be, you know, going through some mental shit. It's not soft. It's normal, and you should fucking deal with it. You should get help for that. Mental heart, mental toughness is fighting through a fucking workout, David Goggins style. Getting help for your mental health is not soft. It's not tough to push through it. It's not fucking hardcore to push through that. No, it's stupid. You're gonna get. You're gonna get further down the track, and it's gonna bite you in the ass even harder. And you're probably gonna be fucking bedridden, not being able to get out of bed because you're fucking. You know, you're so defeated. Um. When you're struggling mentally, everything is immediately harder. Life is a mental battle. So if you can get your head right, everything else will follow. So if you're sitting there and you've got 
fucking, you know, you're feeling so defeated from your, um, because you're going through some shit mentally. Like, everything's going to be hard. Eating breakfast is going to be hard. Waking up's going to be hard. Going to sleep's going to be hard. Fucking exercising is going to be so hard. Whereas if you can get your mental health right, mate, everything is going to be so much easier. Everything will follow. Everything will follow. So I think it's like I'm hopeful that these days we're putting more time and effort into our mental health. Uh, I think we are. I think we're getting better. I think this generation is learning. The 80s, the uh, the baby boomers, uh, the, the the baby boomers, the 80s, whatever it is, those guys had it wrong. They fucked up. And like our generation is realizing that now because we're the ones in therapy trying to figure it out. So look after your mental health. Don't mistake mental health for mental toughness. Pushing through, you know, mental health issues is not tough. It's silly. Pushing through a workout's tough. That's gangster. Not pushing through mental mental health issues. Um, life can be hard, and there are going to be times where it has you so drained that doing anything physical is going to be a hundred times harder. Um, a hundred times harder than it's normal. That's normal. Everyone feels that. Everyone's going to have that experience during their life because you know what that's life life is all about that it's ups and downs it's never going to be fucking smooth sailing so the important thing is to understand that that's okay don't beat yourself up even more for feeling that accept the fact that that's just life that's what it's going to be you're going to experience moments like that it's going to be hard you will get through it you will be fine you've just got to you know okay you know what maybe i'll give myself a bit more time maybe i'll take a bit more energy away from training and putting it out there and I'll just put it back into me. Um, because you can, here's a bombshell, here's a bombshell, you can be drained from mental stress just as much as you can be drained from physical stress. I can't remember if I said that last week, but you can. Mental stress can drain you just as much, if not more, than physical stress can. So be aware of that. Take a fucking rest day, take a mental rest day, and just chill out. Don't talk to people. Last week, I really struggled. I felt like, I don't know what was going on, but in my head, I was like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to, like, I would start conversations and I'd be like, oh, fuck, I just want to eject. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, there were multiple times where I was sending, like, a prime example of this was, I'd be sending a text message to Caitlin and I'd be like, I can't be fucked. So, I'd send half the text message and then just voice memo the rest because I was like, I just can't be bothered sending the full message um like i started typing i was like this is gonna take too long then i want to commit to it so i um would just send and then voice member the rest um so yeah what's the next thing uh getting help isn't bad nor is it weak it's smart it's ridiculous that we look at it i think it's absolutely ridiculous that we look at getting help as weak these days it's not not smart it's not something we should be doing Getting help is the way to go. If it's there, you'd be silly to refuse it, you know? It's, like, it's just not... I just... Like, don't get me wrong. I was on the other side of this, too. Like, I'd be like, you don't need help. Fuck that. But now that I'm getting it, I'm like, oh, shit. It's, I'm an advocate for it. Go. Seek help. If you listen to this and you want to get help, hit me a message shoot me a message and I'll give you my psychologist number she's fucking awesome and you will be on a wait list but it's worth it um 
like don't be don't be afraid don't be afraid to you know actually seek help it's just i can't push that enough because you know it's changed the game for me it's helped me understand a whole lot of things that i didn't understand before and i'm so grateful for that um tips all right these are my tips for helping lead a healthier lifestyle in the relation in the relation in the realm of mental health um find activities you enjoy and do them these activities should make you feel calm and at peace might be going for a walk in the bush for me i like riding with no headphones in just taking in everything taking in all the noises taking in everything i love that so peaceful um, I actually found hitting golf balls pretty peaceful with Ben the other week. So I reckon that's something that's going to make it to the list. I like going to watch a movie by myself. That's peaceful. Um, just do things that make you feel happy and relaxed and take that burden off your shoulders. Spend more time with yourself to allow yourself to talk to yourself. Like have conversations with you because I think, I think that's so important. That's one thing I do when I ride by myself. I'll talk to myself and I'll just check in. I'll just run through scenarios run through things that might be bothering me or run through everything like act don't be afraid to talk to yourself it's healthy it's not psychotic it's healthy trust me try it it's good um get outside in nature and just take it take it in listen to it feel it nature's fantastic the outdoors is the best the sun is the best it makes you feel good don't be afraid embrace it take it in um again like i said before don't be afraid to seek help um, like, I'd rather get help sooner rather than later because it's only going to compound. It's only going to snowball. And later in life, it's going to be a lot harder to deal with than it is earlier in life. So I'm so grateful that I'm dealing with my shit now rather than in 20 years. Be kind with yourself. Life is going to be hard. There's no question. There's no way around that. doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. Life is going to be hard. And if you go back to my podcast two weeks ago, the definition of hard is relevant to who you are so it doesn't matter who you are or what you are or what you've come from your life is going to be hard you're going to be facing things that are hard at multiple stages in your life it's just the way it is you can't avoid it um so yeah mental health is a big thing if you want to live a healthy lifestyle mental health is so important because you may not like we may have been taught that mental health wasn't general like wasn't something important when it comes to being healthy in life but it is it's health, mental health. And if you have a poor mental health, if you have poor mental health, your life, like your overall well-being is going to suffer. Um, number four, work-life balance. Now, it's more like work-life, exercise, sleep balance because they're all important and they all need to be in equilibrium for you, for everything to work well. Um, so, good drink. So, I've got an itchy ear. Apologies there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we need to try and keep all these aspects in equilibrium as they are very important to our lives. There are going to be times when we favor one over the other, but overall, they, sh- they are all just as important as the other. You can't sacrifice one for the other for a very long period of time. Like, for example, if you're busy at work, you're busy doing things in life, and you want to exercise heaps, you can sacrifice sleep. You can do that for a little bit. But it's going to bite you in the ass if you do it for too long. So you've got to be very mindful of that. The same goes for, you know, you sacrifice exercise for work, life, and sleep. You're going to feel it. You're going to gain weight. You're going to be. You're going to lose some of that fitness. 
you're not going to be feeling as good as you were when you're exercising like you i could go through any of these you sacrifice one then eventually it's going to catch up to you and bite you in the ass um it's the same as doing heavy training load or intense diet for an event you can only sustain it for a short period of time but if you try and go long term it's going to catch up to you it's going to hurt you and you're going to feel the pinch and you're going to end up you know having to take what you missed like for example if you sacrifice sleep and you do it for fucking you know a couple of months at a time you're going to get to the point where your body's going to be like dude we're sleeping i don't give a shit what you say whether that manifests itself in an injury or you know mental health where you just can't physically get up your body's going to get the sleep it needs whether you like it or not I find that when my training load gets really heavy, I sleep I sleep straight through alarms. I don't wake up because my body's like, no, dude, we need this. So be wary of that because, you know, your body's going to get what it wants. Um, another hard one to acknowledge as we are told that we need to be hustling 24-7, which doesn't leave us with much time to do anything else. It leaves us with no time to do anything else. Like we are told nowadays that we need to hustle all day, every day. That's the attitude. Hustle, hustle, hustle. You need to be hustling for fucking whatever. Making money, wheeling and dealing. No time for anything else. You've got to hustle 24-7. No, don't. You can hustle. You can work hard. Yes. But you can't work hard without filling the cup up. You need to put time into yourself. You need to have a balance. If you're working hard, if you're hustling all day, every day, that is not sustainable forever. You are going to get to a point where you're going to burn out completely. And trying to get yourself back, trying to fill that cup up from there is so hard. Whereas if you fill it up, if you're constantly tipping it up, then you can fucking think about it as fueling your body when you're exercising. If I was on a long run, like if I was doing an Ironman, and I didn't have any fuel until I burnt out. Then I had some fuel and tried to keep going. I am fucked. Probably not going to finish. But if I keep topping up as I'm going, I will finish the race. Um, you got to look at it like that. You hustle hard all day, every day, without giving yourself some time to recuperate, you're going to burn out. Whereas if you're giving yourself time to recuperate while fucking working your ass off, you're going to be fine. Um... You don't realize how little you have. What? Oh, right. You don't realize how little work-life balance you have until you're pulled out of whatever you're buried in. I had this when I was working and training. I didn't realize that I was getting worked harder than I should have been getting worked without getting, you know, rewarded for it. Um, so it is super important, especially coming out of lockdowns. We haven't had a whole lot of socializing during lockdowns. So take the time to socialize. Enjoy it. Enjoy the shit out of it. Make up for lost time. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, you don't realize what you didn't have when you're buried in that moment. But once you take a step back and you're like, oh shit, we didn't have any socializing during lockdown. Spend time making up for it. Catch up with the friends. Do it. It's good for you. It's good for your soul. It's good for your mental health. Um, you know, just obviously don't sacrifice too many other things for it. Like, you, it's alright to make sacrifices to see friends and stuff like that. But try not to sacrifice too many things too often for that stuff because it's going to catch up to you especially if you're sacrificing sleep um, because if you're trying to stay on top of training stay on top of work and catching up with people and you get a bit of sleep for it you're going to feel it um, so that pretty much wraps up 
in a bow, all that stuff. But I have some overall tips, right, for everything, basically. Um, this is my, you know, my final tips for the, this, the question of... I'm going to slow down for these because I've been talking so fast. I've got a sore voice. Um, what is the topic? I've forgotten it. How do I start leading a healthier lifestyle? So these are my overall tips for how to start leading a healthier lifestyle. Okay? Goals shouldn't crush you. They, at, uh, the goals, sorry, goals shouldn't crush you at the thought of achieving them. Okay? If they are going to, if they do crush you at the thought of achieving them, they are too big. You really need to scale them back or keep that big goal. Just have lots of little goals in the lead up to it because otherwise, if it's crushing you at the thought of achieving it, you're not going to achieve it because you're going to get crushed before you get there. So just make sure you set them, you know, realistically. You can have those big crazy goals, but you've got to have little ones leading up to it because like I said, they will crush you. Otherwise, moderation is key. You know, if you make small changes every single day or every week, they're going to add up to be big changes. You've got to think long-term with this. Like I said, lifestyle. Um, don't, you know, try and make change everything on one day because it's going to probably be too hard to do. Make little changes, you know. Swap in, all right, instead of having five chocolate bars a day, have four, then three, then two, then one, then once a week. You know what I mean? Like, it's small incremental changes that are going to make the big differences, not the big drastic changes that you make for a week and then you flip-flop and go back on it. Um, the same, like, moderation is key, also means that if you train or eat like shit for a week, it's not going to make a big difference if you go back to, you know, your lifestyle goals the week after. Um, you'll be fine. It's not a big deal. The same goes for if you just change to be healthier for a week, it's not going to make a big difference. You've got to set those long-term goals. Set that long-term lifestyle vision. Put it up on your vision board. Make sure you're chasing that shit in the long term. Um, don't look for the quick fix. Look at changing it forever. Look at long-term change. Make it something that you can achieve for the rest of your life. Lifestyle. Not a quick fix, not a diet, not a fad, not a challenge. Lifestyle. Change it forever. Make it something you're going to do for the rest of your life. That way it is far more achievable, easier to wrap your head around, and you're not going to be overwhelmed by it, and you're not going to fucking fail at it because you can't. If you have a long-term lifestyle goal and you're doing it 80% of the time, 70% of the time, that's a win. That's better than doing a diet for 10% and fucking falling off the rails for the rest. Um, quick fixes are just that. They are quick. They work initially, but they don't last. You're better off spending one, two, or even three years. You are far better off spending one, two, or even three years setting yourself up to achieve your long-term lifestyle goal then you are spending three weeks crash dieting and then putting all the weight back on or going back to the way you were before. No, long term, don't do quick fixes. They're just quick fixes. You flip-flop. Um, do things you enjoy. If they make you happy, do them and do them often. Be realistic with this stuff, all right? If you feel happy doing something, do it. Why should you restrict yourself from doing it? It doesn't make sense. Like, you know... You're allowed to be happy. So do that thing as often as you can. Um, 
This one's a longevity tip. Make sure you have a balance between weight lifting or weight bearing exercises and aerobic exercises. They both benefit your life in the long term. So if you don't have a training specific goal, make sure you're doing both. Like for me at the moment, I don't really have an Ironman goal set up yet. So make sure, so sorry, so I'm making sure I'm doing my weight bearing exercises along with my aerobic stuff because I want to do both. They're both just as important as each other for the long-term stuff. Um, bah, bah, bah. Do these and do them well. That's what I said. So if you need to get help like a coach or a trainer to help you set everything up and make sure you understand the principles and how to do things properly, do it. Spend the time, spend the money, set yourself up right so then you can do these for as long as you want to. Ideally, forever because it will benefit you in the long term. Understand that your lifestyle is going to ebb and flow because it does. That's life. You can't control the shit out of life all the time. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. That's just the way it is. Everyone has that. No one lives up the whole life. No one lives down their whole life. Everyone has ups and downs. Um, and that is okay. You're normal. Um, now, this one is like five keys to health. I have five keys to health. I have this on a poster in my room and I believe it is, it sums up pretty much all this stuff in five key points. Rational nutrition, sensible exercise, efficient rest, proper hygiene and a positive attitude. All that stuff is fantastic. The positive attitude is great. Keep your head high and take everything as you can take it. Like take everything with a grain of salt. Take it you know, take carry the best attitude you can towards everything you do and you will be all right. You're going to have shit days. You're going to have hard days. You're going to have good days. You're going to have days that don't really matter. You're going to have days that mean the world to you. They're all important. They all build who you are. So take them with a positive attitude. Keep your, keep your chest up, head high, and crush the shit out of them. Um, I don't know where that came from, but you can quote me on that one. That's it. That is how... Those are my tips on how to lead a healthier lifestyle. Um, diet, exercise, mental health, and work-life balance. I believe those are the four key components to leading a healthier lifestyle all around. So, um, yeah, happy days, man. If you've got any others that you think are important, send them my way, and I'll add them on. I'll maybe do another one. Who knows? Um, I'll chuck them in. But yeah, those are my tips for leading a healthier lifestyle. Now, how am I going to mark this? I know what I'll do. I'll stop it. And I am back. Hope you guys enjoyed the, uh, you know, mental health and the uh, work-life balance. I hope there were some helpful tips in there for you guys. Um, before I close out, I just want to reiterate all the stuff that I've spoken about is my opinion and it is what I've learned through my personal experience. So don't take it as fucking science or fact or whatever. It's just my opinion on things. You know, other people are going to have differing opinions. Like for me, a big one is diets are fucking shit. Some people are going to say diets are really good. And you know what? They're probably right to a certain extent. But, you know, I just don't think they're good for your long-term life. Like you don't want to be doing that shit forever. So... These are all just my personal opinions and experiences. So take from your what, take from your what them, take, take from them what you want. Um, I truly believe that if you want to lead, lead an overall healthier lifestyle, 
you need to set out a clear goal of what that looks like to you. Start planning things out around what that goal is and do them, follow through. Set them up to lead you towards that, that, that long-term goal. Like Ben Jamino always says, slow trajectory towards a distant horizon. This is the fucking perfect quote for this whole, whole thing. Don't fucking crash diet. Don't just exercise for a week or a month. Slow trajectory towards distant horizon. Little goals, little steps, and set them up so that it will allow you to do this forever. Make it a lifestyle change. Make it long term, not short term. Um, boo, 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 boo. Alcohol and a healthy lifestyle. All right, this is something that I didn't touch on, but I remembered during the week. Personally, I don't drink because I just don't enjoy it. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Like for me. I don't enjoy it, and I've, like, seen some pretty bad stuff to do with alcohol, like, through my my own little fucking experiences, um, so for me, it's like, eh, you know what, I'm gonna stick, stay away from that, it doesn't do anything for me, and I just don't, you know, don't fuck with it, but that's not, doesn't mean it's a bad thing, it's the same as all processed shit, if you ask me, like, moderation is fine, as long as you're not fucking down in a bottle of wine every night, you're fucking in a great position. Alcohol is, you know, it's great. It's there to be enjoyed. Um, just don't over, don't over enjoy it. Don't over abuse it. It's the same as you know, processed shit, processed chocolate. Like, too much of a good thing is not always a good thing. Um, literally works with everything. So, yeah, like, you know, if you enjoy it, then make it work. Fit it in somewhere, and just you know, try not to overdo it. Um, just be mindful though, it slows recovery due to dehydration and your body prioritizing processing it through your liver. So if you drink one, if you drink the night before exercising or you drink after a big fucking, you know, just say you've hit a massive training session on Saturday, you go out and get blasted. Sunday is going to be shit because your body's not going to be recovered from your exercise. So you're probably going to be way sore and you're going to be hungover. So just be mindful of that too. Like, it impacts recovery massively. Fucks with your sleep. Fucks with a lot of things. So, just be mindful um, that it fucks with your recovery. And I just want to reiterate on that quote. Slow trajectory towards a distant horizon should be your motto with everything. Literally. Don't rush into things and don't try and do it too hard too fast. Set it up so that you can do it forever. That distant horizon should be the end of your life. So, you should be like, you know what? I want to do this forever. And make it, it, like, set it up so that it's not too much to wrap your head around. Because, you know, some people are guilty of making things too big. Like, they set goals that are too far out of reach and it's just too much for them to actually do and too much for them to focus on. So, don't be one of those people. Set up goals that are like, no, you know what? This is not too bad. I'm actually going to be able to do this. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that whole segment. Um you know, take from it what you will, it's, you know, I'm passionate about a healthy lifestyle, I'm, you know, I believe it's something that all people can do forever, and I believe it's something that all of us should try and do forever, because why wouldn't you want to live a better, longer, healthier life? To me, if you don't, that's just, you know, a bit ridiculous. So, yeah, if you have any feedback on that, you know, hit me up, have any opinions, hit me up too, because I'd be happy to share them with everyone, or, you know, chat to you about them on the DL, um, anyway, 
Let's close out by talking about my week ahead, shall we? Because this podcast is all about me and not about you. Um, if it could be about you, that'd be fun. Maybe I should do like a nah. Because how can you how can you call in live when this isn't live? Um, anyway, this week is going to be a big week. Like I mentioned at the start of this podcast, I needed to free up Saturday, so um, I've had to move a bunch of things around. I was supposed to have a rest day today, but didn't happen um so got a few big days coming up which is also why i'm recording today instead of thursday tomorrow i have a swim a metcon and a run 15k run in the afternoon so i'm going to be training morning midday and evening which will be fun that's probably the biggest day i've got thursday i have a swim and a trainer set i've checked the trainer set and it doesn't look like it's as bad as today but that's before doms have set in so I could wake up tomorrow and f- struggle to move, which will mean that the Thursday trainer set is going to be fucked. And then Friday, I have a two-hour or two-hour 15 ride, maybe two and a half, and a 4K run. Um, if everything goes to plan, I will be able to sleep in on Friday, go and see my psychologist, then come home and do my set uh, training. And then Sunday, I've got a 15K jog, 10 or 15K jog, and a sprint try with the Eltham Tri Club. It's like just a bit of fun to finish off their tri season. So figured I'd jump in on that and, you know, see what I got. So I was going to fucking get full send um, as per Nicola's instructions. Oh, um, you know, you know how I've cut my hair today. My clippers ran out as I was shaving the sides. I have this one that's like a, it's like a face shaver. It shaves it to zero. And I was like, meow, meow, and it just cut out. And I was like, oh, fuck, couldn't find the charger. So I was like, how am I going to do this? My hair just looked shit because like there was the tiniest patch that was completely bald and the rest was like furry. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fix this. This is ridiculous. But then I realized I have a bunch of razors. So I was like, I'll shave it and see what happens. And it actually turned out pretty good. So I think I'm going to keep shaving it from now on. It looks fucking tough. And it feels really good too. It feels real smooth. So bar, like pending me getting a bunch of ingrown hairs, um, I reckon I'm going to keep shaving it with my razor. Because it turned out pretty good. I'm actually getting, like not to toot my own horn, getting pretty good at cutting my own hair. So I reckon I might just keep doing it. Like I thought about going back to to my barber. But um, yeah, my hair's turning out pretty good so i uh, i think i'm just gonna stick to cutting it and i save a bit of money every week every two weeks sorry by not having someone cut it so you know win-win um but yeah that's it for me guys i hope you have a fucking rant fantastic a rantastic fantastic week and i will touch in with you guys next week just remember you know set your targets on having a long enjoyable healthy life you know, you can enjoy the fucking the bad foods and you can enjoy the good foods by feeling good, feeling fucking fantastic and training too. Like enjoy training, find shit you love, do things you love. It doesn't have to be training, you know. Golf is a fucking, a lot of old dudes play golf. Golf's awesome. It's an awesome way to stay in shape, especially if you're walking around. That's a fucking great way to get incidental activity in. So find shit you love and fucking do that. As long as you're getting something in, it's better than nothing. Better than sitting around doing fuck all all day. And you'll feel better for it and your body will fucking thank you. Especially in the long run. So, just keep that, keep that in mind, my friends. Um, you know, peace out. Enjoy the rest of your day. Week, month, year. 
and tell your friends to give it a listen and rate and review. I don't think I've ever said that on this podcast. Rate and review, guys. If you like it, give us a review on Apple. I don't even... Can you review on Spotify? Give us a review on Spotify. Share me around. Tell your friends. Ah, anyway, peace out, guys. I'm, I'm stalling. Um, you know, love you all. I hope you guys have a fucking fantastic day, week, night, evening. Um, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.